You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard. And you are listening to Pain.tv slash gold. And folks, contrary to popular belief, you are not tripping on ketamine right now the stuff i am telling you is true ladies and gentlemen it is true it is out there it is very real and i apologize because uh i didn't even think to do this during my research but i just looked up a couple quick articles and apparently they are already dosing children who have been diagnosed with anxiety and depression with ketamine so i will eventually get into that folks uh, also, big announcement, I will be hosting the Thomas Paine podcast on Monday. So I'm working on a special guest for that appearance, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll let you know uh, before that drops. Uh, let me just read you a couple more things on this site that we'll move on. It says, uh, what will it feel like, talking about being dosed with ketamine? It says, ketamine produces a sense of disconnection from one's ordinary reality and usual self. Okay, well, so does alcohol, pot, cocaine, and everything else that uh, one might dabble in, ladies and gentlemen. It says, uh, okay, so produces a sense of disconnection from one's ordinary reality and usual self that may induce or enhance feelings of creativity, purpose, perspective, serenity, insight, inspiration, gratitude, empathy, connection with others and the world, openness to new ideas, psychological rebirth, and traveling outside of oneself among others. You may also experience visual, auditory, and other sensory effects. So basically, yes, they're giving you acid, folks, LSD. They're putting you on a trip. And so to treat you of whatever your mental illness is, they're going to drug you. All right, but don't worry, this is not called substance abuse because it's administered by professional clinicians, doctors, psychiatrists, and authorized by the Food and Drug Administration. But uh, if you drink too much booze at home or you smoke pot, they call you a degenerate uh, who suffers from substance abuse. But as long as you're abusing things and escaping your reality instead of dealing with your problems, trying to get to the root of your trauma and actually trying to repair yourself to understand that things may have happened in your past that are not your fault or the things that are are your fault. You come to terms with uh, dealing with those. You apologize to the people for those and you move on and try to live a productive life where you can help yourself and eventually help others have a better life. They're going to drug you up, folks, and turn you into a schizophrenic, guaranteed. And uh, this will be coupled with the VR headsets and they will drive you right into the metaverse where you're going to live in harmony in a peaceful environment, as they say, happens inside the classroom. It's a peaceful, safe environment. So I'm back at the top of the site again, folks. And remember, I said uh, they had a question. Am I a candidate? So what the hell? Let's click on this. <clears throat> Am I a candidate? And it uh, pops up here, welcome.mindbloom.com. 
personalized transformational experiences supported by leaders in psychiatry and psychedelic medicine. So don't worry, folks. Dr. Gottlieb and MKUltra ended in 1964, as Stephen Kinzer, the fine journalist, the foremost expert on MKUltra said, it ended in 1964. Although now there's hundreds of companies like Mindbloom. They are running this stuff through the Veterans Administration, through hospitals, through universities, through institutions, in the classrooms now, folks. So MKUltra ended in 1964. Yeah, right, Kinzer. Now you understand why I was so upset with him, because I had already done the research on this stuff and knew that Kinzer was completely full of it. All right, it goes on to say, take this brief assessment to learn if Mindbloom could help you overcome symptoms of anxiety or depression. So you click the next button. It says, first, we'd like to get a general sense of how you're doing. Not good. I'm a little ticked off right now. All right, so it says, what brings you to Mindbloom today? And then you can check one of four boxes. I'm experiencing anxiety. I'm experiencing depression. I'm experiencing both anxiety and depression or other. So what the heck? Let's just say we have anxiety and depression. It says, thanks for sharing. After completing two sessions, over 85% of clients report improvement in depression or anxiety symptoms. It doesn't say clients of what, and it doesn't say how many clients. All right, but anyway, we'll click next. Where can we send information about your personalized Mind Bloom program? Folks, I'm not going to put in my email address. It's bad enough that I was on here with my IP address. I'm not going to do that. But if you guys want to get a hold of some uh, psychedelic ketamine and go on an MK Ultra wild ride, I suggest that uh, maybe you go over here and pop your email in that box. All right, folks. Now, to show you even further what is going on, I've pulled up an article at everydayhealth.com. And this is from March 2022. So this year. And it says, what are psychedelic drugs and how can they help treat mental illness? And this is just further proof. I don't think we need to go through all of this at this point. I think you catch my drift. If you don't trust me and the information I provided to you, you know, probably don't listen to the show. But I don't have to go through every single article when I'm proving a point. We just looked at psychedelics being used in the Veterans Administration, psychedelics being used you know, in your own home, you can order these things. You can order ketamine. But uh, let's look at a little of this, because each article we do pick up some information. It says, you probably know the psychedelic drugs, also called hallucinogens, affect a person's mind by altering perceptions, moods, and thoughts. In fact, the word psychedelic, derived from Greek, literally means mind made visible. Mind made visible. Yeah? Exactly. Mind control. So as Dr. Gottlieb wanted to do was to make that mind visible so that he could blast it away, he could hack it, he could control it. Goes on to say, and while these drugs are well known for their recreational uses, scientists are now looking at their potential for treating mental illnesses. Quote, psychedelic drugs offer new mechanisms to address mental illness, and some have shown promise where other treatments have been ineffective, says Atai Donovich. MD. 
a professor and the chair of the Department of Psychiatry and Behavioral Neurosciences at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles. Quote, this is a source of significant excitement, end quote. Now, again, did they ever mention that the CIA through the MK Ultra program were running LSD and psychedelics out to places like Cedar Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles to run tests on people, unsuspe- uh, unsuspecting people, people who did not actually sign up to have their mind blown away goes on to say it's important to note that Dr. Donovich is referring to the medicinal use of psychedelic drugs administered in measured doses under the supervision of licensed medical professionals. Folks, you can't have your street level drug dealer give you this stuff. You can't have your old hippie buddy find it through one of his uh, hippie contacts. No, no, no. You need to get high on psychedelics under the supervision of a licensed medical professional, otherwise known as a Operation Paperclip Nazi. Okay, we'll call them that. Operation Paperclip Nazi scientists and engineers. Using the same drugs recreationally or without a prescription to manage mental health issues is not only illegal, but it's also dangerous, as it can lead to the opposite effect, worsening symptoms instead of relieving them. That is comical, actually. I'm not telling people to go do this on your own. I'm just saying it's so funny where they have to, like, they have to come up with something, say, like, "Oh, oh, I know what you're thinking, okay? I know what you're thinking. Smoking pot at home that you bought from your friend who grows it in his backyard. You know, that could make you go crazy. But if you buy the government pot and you do it under the supervision of a Frankenstein doctor who is trying to blast your mind away, you will be safe there, folks. All right, let's just read this. I I find this to be interesting. History of psychedelic drugs. Again, this is from Everyday Health, okay? Psychedelic drugs are not new. Many are found in nature, such as in fungi, cacti, trees, seeds, and leaves. Others are created synthetically in laboratories from chemicals altered to mimic those of natural hallucinogens. Those I told you are basically the GMO ones. That's what they're going to feed the people. That's what you're getting. And while research on the medical use of psychedelics is still in an early stage really well it goes back to at least the uh late 1940s early 1950s here in the united states uh when the government bought the entire supply remember that gottlieb spent two hundred forty thousand dollars of taxpayer money to buy the entire world supply of lsd at the time goes on to say these drugs have been used by different cultures to facilitate mystical or spiritual experiences and to treat mental illness since ancient times Also used by the United States government to try to mind-bend people. (laughs) Crazy stuff, folks. The 20th century English novelist and philosopher Aldous Huxley famously experimented with two psychedelics, mescaline and LSD, under the supervision of the psychiatrist Humphrey Osmond, who advocated that they be used under carefully controlled conditions as a treatment for alcohol use disorder, right? And I told you they're going to start offering this for anxiety, depression, uh, substance abuse, and everything else, folks. So Aldous Huxley, right? Many of you know him. Do you not, ladies and gentlemen? That would be Brave New World, okay, was uh, dosing with psychedelics. It says, between the 1950s and 1970s, several research studies suggested that psychedelics showed promise as therapies for anxiety, depression, psycho... uh, 
psychosomatic diseases and addiction. I apologize again, folks. I have my cord for my camera fell down in front of my screen, and I have to keep bobbling my head back and forth to to read around it. And if I try to switch it during the uh, commercial break, sometimes it causes problems. So it says, between the 50s and 70s, several research studies suggested that psychedelics uh, showed promise, right? But they never mention between the 50s and 70s, we were using the psychedelics to mind blast people, using it in secret torture chambers that we set up in uh, Europe and East Asia, and using it on unsuspecting folks through the clinical trials we set up through fake foundations run by the CIA, folks. You see this? They never tell the truth, folks. They never, ever tell the truth. The MK Ultra stuff is hidden. That's why I said it's continued. It's never ended, folks. This is not the end over here. We're going to go to a quick break. My name is Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. I am Dustin Gold, and this, folks, this is the Dustin Gold Standard. And I apologize, folks, that we had to go into a whole roundabout here into, you know, mental health and everything. But for you to fully grasp, for you to fully understand, uh, because I know I do, to understand MKUltra, to understand what was going on back in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, to understand what is going on today, to understand how these monsters are now going to push the MKUltra mind control into the lexicon, branded as a new name, claiming they're helping people with mental illness. You have to understand the rise in levels of mental illness. You need to understand that this was all concocted, caused by the internet, by social media, by societal pressures, by loss in jobs, by uh, COVID land, the high school theater production. So the powers that be, the powers that be, the uh, Wizards of Oz, you know, the social engineering class, the wardens of the prison planet, the agent Smiths of the Matrix, they have set up this situation, created a problem, a rise in mental illness, and their solution, they're just waiting to pounce, is to roll out these psychedelics, which is just an extension of MK Ultra. So I have to show you the background. Uh, we have to go between what happened then, what's happening now, and you need to understand, this is how I look at things. This is my perspective. I do research on a wide number of topics so that I could put these stories together for you. You know, and so it makes sense to you. And so you can understand the gravity of the schemes and the scams that are going on. And it's not just schemes or scams to make money off this stuff. They are literally going to mind bend the nation. Um, I don't know what happened. Maybe they realized that just the internet alone or just TV alone or just entertainment alone or just video games alone wasn't doing the trick. And so now they're going to roll out the next stage of this, which is the psychedelics combined with virtual reality and augmented reality and then pushing people into the metaverse. So when people say the metaverse isn't here, well, you can look elements of this all encompassing metaverse are here. 
If you could walk down the street with Martin Luther King in Memphis, that's a piece of the metaverse, okay? That's how this all works. Let me just continue with this because this is on the history of psychedelics. Um, Let's see. It says again, between the 1950s and 1970s, several research studies suggested that psychedelics showed promises, therapies for anxiety, depression, uh, psychosomatic diseases, and addiction. Quote, however, these studies were not well controlled, explains Dr. Donovich. Uh, quote, and changes in the law essentially stopped most research for the decades that followed. In 1970, the United States Congress passed the Controlled Substances Act, which classified LSD along with several other hallucinogens as having a high potential for abuse and no accepted medical use. In 1986, LSD was banned throughout the country. So if we want to go further into this, we'll look at 1970, we'll look at 1980. 86, and that journalist, uh, Ashton Gray, I told you about, may know some of this. As I said, he told me that Richard Nixon, and he had wrote a book in part on this, that Richard Nixon was basically set up and pushed out of office, at least in his theory, because he was uh, against the MK Ultra program, fired Richard Helms as the head of the CIA, forced out Gottlieb, and so um, hopefully we'll be able to speak to him. It says, uh, but in recent years, researchers have renewed their interest in psychedelics as they search for innovative ways to manage mental illness, which affects nearly one in five adults in the United States, as we saw before, right? So we saw the article about mental illness with nothing about psychedelics. Now we're looking at psychedelics where they're pulling the statistics from the mental illness reports. And that's why I'm showing you the two different worlds because then everything converges and you'll see that the mental health statistics are used to force the adoption campaign of the psychedelic dosing goes on to say, quote, there is a growing recognition that there is no health without mental health, that the body and mind are integrally connected, end quote, says Donovich, quote, our culture's current gravitation to natural substances probably also contributes to the current wave of openness to rediscovering agents that have long existed on the periphery of society and have powerful effects, promoting self-reflection, empathetic connectedness and sometimes adaptive change end quote so now they'll blame it on society because you and i want to take garlic pills and oregano extract they're going to roll out a lab made lsd and let's just talk about this quickly i think this is important too because again if you're dealing with children or grandchildren in this space we're always trying to help you arm you with the intelligence that you need to fight back against this stuff and to educate your folks about this okay Types of psychedelic drugs. Psychedelic drugs are taken recreationally in ways including smoking, snorting, injecting, and drinking them. In contrast, most research studies dispense psychedelics in pill form to ensure their purity and to allow for consistent dosing. Both gold standards, not this gold standard, folks, both gold standards for clinical tests of treatments and drugs. Pill forms are also much safer than smoking or injecting psychedelic drugs okay and so we get into them here just so you know the names. so you have psilocybin you have lsd you have mdma you have ketamine and you have peyote 
So let me just explain it to you quickly in case you're not aware of this stuff, because all of these are being used in the uh, trials, the so-called trials right now. It says uh, psilocybin, four, uh, then there's like the long... Um, scientific name which i'm not even going to try to read because it would be ridiculous i can't pronounce those words folks it says psilocybin sometimes referred to as magic mushrooms comes from certain mushrooms found in the united states mexico and south america it's considered the most researched psychedelic substance and is being explored as a treatment for depression cancer related uh, distress and different forms of addiction all right that's what they're about to roll out now lsd uh Quilically known as acid, LSD is a clear or white material made from lysergic acid, which is found in a fungus that grows on grains like rye. Like psilocybin, LSD is being studied as a therapeutic agent for depression, cancer-related distress, and addiction, says Matthew W. Johnson, Ph.D., a professor of psychedelics and consciousness research in the Department of Psychiatry and Behavioral Sciences at John Hopkins University School of Medicine in Baltimore. And I'm glad they used the word consciousness because this all also ties into uh, Ray Kurzweil and the uh, Singularity folks and their want and desire for immortality and to be able to upload their consciousness to the cloud. Folks, I guarantee these people are tripping on acid. I'll show you something uh, momentarily. And so... Again, we're talking about uh, LSD, and this is what Gottlieb was using in the MK Ultra mind control experiments. Then you have MDMA, often called ecstasy or Molly, is a popular synthetic club drug that acts as a stimulate, a stimulant and hallucinogen. Researchers are looking at MDMA as a potentially game-changing treatment for post-traumatic stress disorder. All right, then we have ketamine which uh, we've mentioned here, that's what Mind Bloom was all about. Ketamine, known on the street as Special K, has traditionally been administered intravenously as a surgical uh, anesthetic in humans and animals. It has also been used in liquid powder or pill form as a date rape drug that when added to someone's drink without their knowledge can cause confusion, memory loss, and other symptoms that render that person more vulnerable to sexual assault. Yeah, so don't worry. Take the ketamine at home, folks. Then go inside your VR headset metaverse and be uh, mentally raped by the reincarnation of Sidney Gottlieb. It says in 2019, a nasal spray form of ketamine called uh, uh, S-ketamine won Food and Drug Administration approval as medication for treatment-resistant depression. This is crazy stuff, folks. All this stuff has been on the street, you know. Magic mushrooms, acid, ecstasy, special K, uh, and then we're going to do peyote, uh, mescaline. Mescaline occurs naturally in a small cactus called peyote, but it can also be synthetically made. It's being investigated as a possible treatment for depression, anxiety, and related conditions. Okay, so uh, all this stuff has been on the street. Now, don't think for a minute that the government didn't pop that out on the street and they've been running human trials on everyone doing this stuff at the street level. Just like Charles Morgan III, Dr. Uh, Charles Morgan III, in his 2018 lecture to the West Point Military Academy cadets and faculty told us about the black market sort of cyber hackers who work underground, these biohackers that are implanting robotic chips in each other, 
underground folks those are those are black site government operations to run these programs off the books you don't think for a minute that the government would take a bunch of lsd a bunch of ecstasy and move them into the rave and club culture so that they could run tests on the public you don't think they would do that do you no Sidney gottlieb was just setting up fake foundations under the cia running lsd into universities hospitals prisons and other institutions to run illegal experiments on mind blasting people oh you don't think the government would ever do that today for all of you who don't think the government would do that what 50 60 years from now if the world still exists if the technocratic transhumanists haven't destroyed it we're going to be able to read an article about how the government was doing exactly what i'm telling you they're doing and they were pushing this stuff out at the street level to test it out on people we're going to say what a horrible time in history just a small blemish just a small blemish let me just show you something quickly folks this was for later, but uh, we'll do it now. This is Forbes.com. This is an article from January 2020, before COVID land, the high school theater production kicked off. Silicon Valley is microdosing magic mushrooms to boost their careers. Silicon Valley, the home of Facebook, Apple, Google, and Twitter, is the embodiment of the hustle culture. It's a place filled with type A personnel, uh, professionals all desperately competing to start the next big unicorn company that will go public and earn the founders and uh, early employees millions or billions of dollars. They also desire to advance their careers against some of the smartest and most talented people in the world. Professionals in and around Silicon Valley, particularly those 35 years and older, are trying everything, including questionable fads to appear younger than they are, and which may offer an edge for their career, or like Peter Thiel, injecting yourself with a teenager's, uh, teenager's blood. Oh yeah, don't worry, they're all doing that. Just because we are in a hot job market and strong economy, it doesn't mean that it's easy for white-collar professionals to succeed in their careers. There is still pressure, anxiety, fear of failure, and the need to stay competitive. To improve themselves, we've witnessed the phases of intermittent fasting, cryotherapy, long-term meditation retreats, and far-off exotic locations. Uh, like Joe Rogan, Botox and facelifts for men. Oh, no, first, we're going to do this in detail uh, soon, but the work world is obsessed with youth for a number of reasons. Older workers earn more money and are deemed too expensive. Management believes they could easily be replaced by younger employees who will cost significantly less. They can replace them with robots and AI. That's why you're going to have to merge with machine. Don't you get it now, folks? You'll be replaced by the younger kids until the AI and robots replace you. And that's the merger of man and machine. That's called singularity. That's transhumanism. So when you get to the point where you're going to be replaced by the robot, you will merge with the robot. So now you have these guys back in 2020 trying to merge with the younger folks. Eventually, they'll merge with the robots. With a hyper-focus on social media and concerns of staying relevant for their customers, those with gray hair seem outdated and don't fit in with the corporate culture, according to some senior management. The push to stay young and relevant is reaching a frightening level with a new emerging trend. It's reported in the BBC that people in Silicon Valley are taking magic mushrooms, which is really a dose of psilocybin, an LSD type of drug. For example, $2,000 per month will get you your own psychedelic trip coach guru. He'll guide you through your mind-altering journey. 
taking mushrooms is a siren's lo- uh, song luring fast-track professionals to boost their creativity and enhance their work performance. It feels like the next level up from asking your doctor for a prescription of Adderall. White-collar professionals and college students alike cite their attention deficit disorder to get a prescribed drug that elevates their adrenaline and sharpens focus and helps people to work better and faster. Steve Jobs was said to have partaken in psychedelics and playfully derided his rival, Bill Gates, as being unimaginative and suggested that he should drop some LSD. Scott Adams, the creator of the Dilbert cartoon strip, you all know him, you know, was involved with the MAGA movement. Pundit on YouTube and Periscope and resident of Northern California claims that he took magic mushrooms once and it was the best day of his life and he no longer felt any limits to his life and career success. Joe Rogan, the host of one of the most listened to podcasts and another California resident, is a big proponent of microdosing mushrooms and has had numerous guests on his shows ranging from scientists to MMA fighters who have shared their positive experiences from microdosing. Our buddy Joe, the drug pusher. The drug pusher. Everybody get on board with Sidney Gottlieb and the MK Ultra program, right? If they were doing it to my men and my blast, we're on board. I'm Joe Rogan. I'm a Renaissance man. I speak against the establishment. Of course, I promote Elon Musk, the transhumanist technocrat, and I'm pushing children to be mind blasted by the same drugs that our government, in cooperation with the Nazis and Japanese torturers, were doing to people they deemed to be expendable while they tortured them, mind-blasted them, and killed them in secret prisons in Europe and East Asia. Yeah, Joe Rogan, you're a real hero. You're really bucking the system there, Joe. See, as Stephen Kinzer told you, as we've heard time and time again over the last few episodes, that the Sidney Gottlieb monster was unwittingly the godfather of the LSD counterculture and that he formed this counterculture by accident to push back against everything that the CIA held dear. It's a complete and total lie because the CIA mind-controlled drug that is meant for blasting people's minds, for driving them insane for wiping out their memory and replacing it with something else, folks. Now it is everywhere. Joe Rogan is pushing it. Steve Jobs pushed it. Dilbert Dude pushes it. It's in the VAs. It's in all the mental health clinics. It's being rolled out across the board for everyone we deem to have mental illness. And of course, coincidentally, mental illness is on the rise. And mental illness rose by at least 25% over COVID land, the high school theater production. Are these people not sick Ladies and gentlemen, are these people not sick and disgusting and devious, ladies and gentlemen? Are these people, these technocratic transhumanist Nazi Frankenstein doctors, not the most disgusting things that you've ever seen on earth? When all the pieces start to come together, folks, when you can see everything lined up, when you have the ability to visualize exactly what these folks are doing, It makes you want to puke, folks. I am telling you, these are the sickest people 
on earth and they're hitting us from all sides so take this information with you today warn your friends and family keep your kids and grandkids away from the vr goggles and away from the psychedelics tomorrow i'm going to get into a little bit more on this topic and then we are going to move back in to uh we are working our way back into god i have so many notes here folks so many notes but we're going to get back to cyborg soldier and review a podcast over there but i want to finish this up and get into this salinas report that i want to share with you folks because it's a brilliant piece of work kind of wrapping up this chapter we've talked about mk ultra i want to wrap that up for you and we're going to come back to operation paperclip later uh but this remember started from a journey about a week ago because you guys wanted me to start talking about paperclip and so you push me in a totally different direction but heck folks this is choose your own adventure and i was glad to do it because now all this information that we have about mental health health about psychedelics about vr about mk ultra it all fits in now and cyborg soldier will become a piece of that ladies and gentlemen so tonight sleep on this and ask yourself how sick are these people and ask yourself how they have all the scientists and all the engineers and all the doctors on board with this folks they have mk ultra running alive and well except it is now operating at warp speed ladies and gentlemen operation warp speed all right folks have a great day this is dustin gold with the dustin gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold the matrix is a computer generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold.